When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 118 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look, gets some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with two tales that I hope will appeal to you. <laughs> yep, that's right. Today we'll be talking crimes revolving around bananas. Who knew that bananas would produce such amazing crime stories? Not me. Okay, I'm trying to get all these ridiculous puns out of my system right now because I don't want anyone to split or send me an angry email complaining about how unfunny I am. Let's get a couple jokes in here before we carry on with the show, shall we? I didn't make these up, so don't shoot the messenger. How do monkeys get downstairs? Easy. They slide down the bananaster. <laughs> uh, I got a, well, it's not better, but a different one. What do bananas wear on their feet around the house? A pair of slippers. All right, everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with a couple tales of low-level true crime. And don't worry, my friends, I promise everything will go smoothly. I mean smoothly. Episode number 118, Bananarama. Bananas are fantastic, nutritious, and delicious, and cheap as hell. That's my favorite part. Been 58 cents a pound at my local Walmart for decades. Throw a little peanut butter on one and you're in heaven. So good. A wholesome, comforting food, if there ever was one. And certainly, a food that I'd never associate with crime. Until now...
Our first story takes us to Des Moines, which is the capital city of Iowa. We are going to travel back in time to 2019 for this one. Don't worry though, I promise it'll be a quick trip. I mean that literally and figuratively. Because it's a short story, and it happens at a convenience store chain that supplies snacks, sandwiches, and fountain drinks. Plus gasoline. A convenience store chain called, you guessed it, Quick Trip. Specifically, we are at the Quick Trip located at 3941 Southeast 14th Street. That was a mouthful. This place receives a 3.8 star average from just 27 Google reviews. Let's check out a couple. Why not? The first one is a 5 star from Amanda. Quick Trip is one of our top stops for convenience store drinks and food. Typically a clean, safe atmosphere. Their employees are top notch and super friendly. Okay. And I'm thinking either she's a friend of the owner or her standards of what's considered clean are very low. Because I'm going to hit you with a couple reviews referencing cockroaches. And all three of these reviews are from just the past six months or so. Timica, one star, says, Would give it five stars for the smile that comes with the whipped cream from the kitchen cafe. However, saw roaches on the cups at the drink station at this location. Ew. And Michelle confirms this disgustingness with her one star from just two months ago. This location has mold in the ice machines and roaches. Reported the mold and filthy drink station over a month ago. They still haven't been cleaned. Went today to get a fountain drink, first time back since reporting, and there was a cockroach crawling at the fountain drink station. The worker was trying to find a napkin to kill it. Disgusting environment <laughs> to buy anything from. Yeah, no doubt. But hey, at least they have napkins. Or at least I hope so. Legend has it, the employee is still searching for one. Yeah, so this place sounds unsanitary. And with disgusting conditions like these, well, you're going to attract a disgusting clientele. With that being said, it is January 1st, 2019. So New Year's Eve just occurred. The ball has dropped. The festivities are winding down. It's probably the sloppiest night of the year. Lots of drinking, partying, and it's about 3 a.m. at this point. The quick trip is open 24 hours, so it's seeing some action now, being one of the only establishments still open, as most bars have shut her down for the night. One of the customers in the quick trip is Hojelia Tapia. Nailed it. And he is in a heated argument with his girlfriend in there, having a domestic dispute with his lady by the Slurpee machines in a convenience store at 3 a.m. Sounds like a healthy relationship. I was going to say they probably woke up the poor roaches with their yelling and screaming, but I just looked it up, and penis roaches, that's what I prefer to call them, because cock is such a vulgar word. Penis roaches are nocturnal, so they were already wide awake. Anywho, the clerk steps in and tells Hojelio to step off, and good for him for saying something, whether it was in defense of the woman or because the back and forth bickering was bad for business. The thing is, I see a lot of videos online where some guy's being an ass, and everyone in the comments is all like, Why didn't anyone step in? Why didn't anyone say something? Cowards. I would have done this, or I would have done that. And that all sounds fine and dandy inside your home from the comfort of your couch, behind the old keyboard, but I don't know what I would do personally. It depends on the situation, because in the real world, in real time, it's kind of different. You gotta pick and choose your battles, and realize the moment you stick your nose in someone else's business, now you're a part of it. And instead of Hojelio arguing with his lady, and focusing his intensity on her over God knows what, 
Maybe he was right, maybe he was wrong, but now he's focusing his intensity on you, or in this case, the store clerk. Witnesses say Hojelio started throwing items around the store, vandalizing the place. I'm picturing Red Bulls exploding everywhere, pop, chips, display cases, overpriced cans of ravioli being pelted at the poor clerk, until finally Hojelio grabs a banana and threatens to assault the meddling man with it. I'm assuming he didn't mean he was going to throw it at him. There's a couple effective ways to assault someone with a banana, either shoving it deep down their throat or shoving it deep up their ass. Hopefully he'd at least had the decency to peel it first. After getting chased around the store for a while and having a bunch of his product ruined, and now the threat of violence with the banana, the clerk decides it's time to call the police. Yep, probably a good idea to get them involved, because this is getting out of hand. This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. There is a legit reason to call the cops here. A drunk man was having an aggressive argument with his girlfriend. Then when the clerk tried to break it up, this drunken man, we would later find out, did about $1,000 worth of damage in this store. And he was chasing the store clerk around, threatening violence. Problem is, when the clerk calls 911, he leaves a lot of these details out, I guess in a panic. And he yells to them that a man is chasing him around the store and threatening him with a banana. Which actually sounds quite comical. Police do eventually arrive on the scene, but I doubt they were in a hurry to show up. They made a meme on the Des Moines Police Department Facebook page. It is a picture of the two officers on their way to this call, both looking unimpressed, and it's captioned, That face you make when you're sent to help a man being assaulted with a banana. Hopefully they posted that meme the next day and not on their way to help out the poor clerk who was in this time-sensitive danger. It's good to see the uh, officers having a sense of humor, though. You have to in that line of work. It was a busy night, intense, New Year's Eve usually is, I imagine. They also posted this on their Des Moines Police Department Facebook page. Hats off to DMPD First Watch. They welcomed in 2019 by answering over 270 calls for service overnight. Thanks for weaving the security blanket we sleep under every night. They even went on to add, the banana assault really happened. And that's true, it did. So let's get back to it. When police get to the quick stop, Rogelio is basically screwed. They got footage, they got eyewitnesses, it's an open and shut case. Our boy is taken into custody, and he receives a few charges. Assault on persons in certain occupations, that's pretty vague. Simple assault, interference with official acts, and third degree criminal mischief. Take that, Rogelio. Surprisingly, this story didn't gain much traction in the Daily Mail comment section. I thought it would have. But just two comments left over there. Cogitator said, Bananas don't kill people. People kill people. That's true. And KC Free added, The assailant should have peeled out. But instead he slipped up. <laughs> I like your style, KC Free. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On that note, let's move on to our next story. And this one takes place in Mumbai. That's pretty cool. I always enjoy checking out faraway lands. The heavily populated city of Mumbai is located on India's west coast and has a population of just over 21 million people. That is crazy for a city. So to narrow down the area further, we are going to be in Ghatkopar, which is a suburb in the eastern part of Mumbai. And even this little suburb has a population of more than 620,000 people. Now, personally, I don't like large groups of people or busy areas. It stresses me out. So this place sounds like a nightmare. Couldn't imagine driving there or even shopping. Even the thought of it is giving me full body chills, baby. We're going back to January 6th, 2016. It's a Wednesday night at the Gatkopar East Fish Market. Busy, no doubt. And surprisingly, I was able to look this place up and find a couple of reviews. It receives a 4.4 star average from 42 reviews over on Google. I will try my best to fight the urge to do an Indian accent here. Kala Prasad gave three stars eight months ago and said, Small fish market underground with 10 to 15 shops, but good variety of fishes available. Even you can get freshwater fishes here with... Chicken shops available inside the underground space. Maybe a little difficult to find the place first time. It is situated just at the starting point of the street. Happy fishing! Then we got a five-star review five months ago from Hare Krishna. Harry Krishna, maybe. Yeah, that sounds smoother. They say, Best fish market. All kind of fish available here. And also chicken, mutton, eggs. You can get wholesale prices. Only at evening time you get wholesale prices. And I know I said I'd fight the urge to attempt an Indian accent. I think that's what that was. Anyway, I guess I lost the battle there. It's Wednesday night at the Busy Fish Market, and we got a bad boy up in here. A 25-year-old man by the name of Gopi R. Gaware. Surely I'm butchering his name, but he's a criminal, so that's okay. Gopi actually has no criminal record to speak of up to this point. But that's about to change. And that doesn't mean he's been a law-abiding citizen his whole life, just that he's never been caught. Gopi finds his mark. It's a lady, sporting some bling. She's wearing a gold chain, a 25-gram gold chain draped around her neck as she shops around. As Gopi watches her and psychs himself up to steal her shit, she smells something fishy, but assumes it's just the salmon, as we are in a fish market. Let's not forget that. 
Gopi finally gathers up the courage to go for it. He sneaks up to her and yanks that chain right off her neck. And he's off to the races with his booty. The startled woman screams, Thief! And luckily for her, there are a few good Samaritans who chase him down and are able to tackle him to the ground, subduing the gold-grabbing Gopi. They hold him until police arrive. According to the Hindustan Times, Officer Kailash Termer was the first on the scene and said, they pinned him down and hammered him. That sounds violent. And I'm sure Gopi was happy when the policeman showed up, saved him from getting more of a beating. You'd think the gold chain would be retrieved from Gopi and given back to the poor lady here, but unfortunately, it's not going to be that easy. I'm not sure at what point he did this in the timeline of events, but Gopi swallowed the gold chain apparently. And this was either while he was running away or when he was pinned down and getting hammered. There was no footage of this crime being committed, and Gopi isn't fessing up. So obviously police need proof here, so they bring him to the Rajawadi hospital to treat his wounds and also to give him an x-ray. In this x-ray, they spot something metallic in his stomach. They can't confirm what it is, but they realize it's more than likely that golden chain. They get Gopi under the bright lights of the interrogation room. They make him sweat a little, giving him the gears, and they don't have to question him for long before he fesses up. Now I know what you're thinking. So a guy stole a woman's gold chain and then swallowed it. That's pretty bananas. But what in the heck does it have to do with the potassium-filled fruit? Be patient. You'll see. Please keep Gopi in their custody, and now it's time to play the waiting game. 24 hours pass, and still no gold chain. They get another x-ray done, and see that the metallic item has barely moved. They're going to have to speed up the process. So in an interesting move, they bring him a basket of bananas and make him chow down on bunches of these things. By the time Friday morning arrives, Gopi has consumed 48 bananas. Four dozen. That is wild. And finally, nature calls. Gopi is rushed to the bathroom, followed by four officers who are filming the events. Gopi finally poops, and the gold chain is described as slithering out of his system. That's a nice visual. I googled bananas, trying to figure out if they make us poop. Here's what I found. You should aim to eat at least one to three bananas every day to improve your overall gut health. Bananas contain prebiotics that nourish the good bacteria in your digestive tract, leading to a healthier microbiome with regular consumption. When your gut is happy, your bowel movements become more regular and easier to pass. Okay, and bananas contain fiber, which also helps speed up the process. I was wondering why they didn't just give Gopi some laxatives instead, but the banana thing, maybe there's something to that. It's healthier, it's natural, and perhaps makes things less messy, helping a rather rough item, like a gold chain, slide out easier. They made Gopi wash the chain and then officially charged him with the theft. This wasn't a one-time thing. In the Hindustan news article I read, great newspaper by the way, they spoke of a couple other instances where police used bananas to retrieve stolen goods that were swallowed. Less than a year earlier, they force-fed a dude 60 bananas after he swallowed a gold chain that had a large pendant attached that got lodged in his food pipe. <laughs> oh, what's a food pipe? Your colon? Anyway, it took three days, but finally he defecated it out. The chain, worth 60,000 rupees that's about 720 US dollars, was washed, then given back to its owner. Shockingly, she didn't want to touch the thing. 
She dumped it in a plastic bag, took it to a jeweler, and exchanged it for something else. I don't know if I agree with the methods of the police over there in Mumbai, force-feeding crooks bananas till they shit golden nuggets, but who am I to judge? And if you live over there and agree with me that it's kind of nasty, there's an easy way to avoid all this nonsense. Don't be a gold-chain-swallowing, thieving piece of shit. It's that simple. And we are back. Let's wrap on episode number 118, Bananarama. Love it. Food stories are the best. Instead of those bananas, they could have fed me a couple cups of coffee with extra cream. Would have had me going in a hurry. You know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I wanna get criminal. Let me hear your softcore crimes. Your softcore crimes. Let me hear your softcore crimes. This confession comes in from a listener named Ranger. Buckle up, because this is a long one, and it's pretty wild. He says, Good day. I've been listening for a while and thought you'd enjoy this. Back in the late 80s and early 90s, I was a soldier in 1st Range Battalion in Savannah, Georgia. This is one of America's more elite special operations units. I had managed to injure myself on a parachute jump, so I was assigned to light duty working in the Ranger Gym to recover and heal up for a few months. While the Ranger Gym is for steely-eyed killers, it's also open to our spouses and other soldiers on the base from other units. We had two female soldiers that started coming in together to work out. One was blonde, tall, sexy, pretty cute. The other was the exact opposite, with brown hair, short, stout, and not so cute. Not long after they started coming to the gym, a mad pooper started leaving gifts on both the floor and smeared on the walls and mirror in the female latrine. Pretty disgusting. And we started locking the door and having a sign out for the key. This didn't solve it, so we started inspecting the bathroom before and after each use. Yep, she was caught, and you guessed it, or maybe not. It was the tall, pretty blonde, and not the short, dumpy one. So the blonde gets banned from the gym, and of course, the guys gave the sergeant in charge of the gym nonstop flack about banning the wrong girl. Those of us that worked in the gym were not that surprised, though, as the blonde was pretty odd and seemed to have no social skills or personality while the short one, whose name was Jones, was actually pretty funny and nice. I went to church with a soldier that was in their unit, and I found out through him that the blonde soldier was chaptered out of the army for this, as it was the last of many offenses, and she had some serious personality and mental issues, while Jones was a well-liked and respected soldier in their transportation unit, and was trying to befriend and help her. Not much later, I deployed to Desert Storm, and returned to hear from my friend that Jones had performed admirably in a firefight against the Iraqi forces. I got out of the U.S. Army and was working as a police officer on a large police department when, to my surprise, about three years later, Jones was hired on as an officer. She was in the precinct adjacent to mine. We were on the same shift, and while I often heard her on the radio channel, our precinct shared, I rarely saw her, and even rarer, wrote a call with her. I was, however, a groomsman in her wedding, as one of our fellow officers fell madly in love with her and was and still is one of my best friends. He's a tall, fit, muscular guy that most girls swoon over. And remember, Jones is none of that, but he saw her true qualities. One evening, Jones and I were dispatched on a call together that was in the historic area shared by our precincts. 
A drunk and disorderly female who was called Red was harassing people. We were both very familiar with Red, as this was a usual occurrence. I'm six foot four, and Jones is five foot two, while Red was a six foot three muscular woman with flaming red hair and an extremely bad attitude. She was homeless and almost always drunk, high, or both, and definitely always mean, combative, and nasty. Jones arrived about 15 seconds before I did, and I pulled up to see Red attached to Jones's arm receiving a healthy dose of pepper spray to the face, followed by several baton strikes. I sprint over and tackle Red, then we fight to get her cuffed, and then immediately put a mesh anti-bite bag over her head because we knew of her propensity to both spit and bite. My kind of woman. As this was going on, I had noticed one of those tourist trolleys had stopped and then saw that I had blood on my hands. Jones had blood on her arms and hands, and Red had bloody hands as well. I saw one woman hanging over the side of the trolley, heaving her guts out. Red had jumped out from behind some bushes as Jones arrived and immediately attacked her when she was getting out of her patrol car. Turns out that just before we arrived, a hapless open-air tourist trolley was cruising by with the guide extolling history when Red decided she would give these nice tourists a memory they will never forget. While screaming profanities at them, she reached into her pants and grabbed a fistful of menstrual blood-soaked toilet paper from her crotch and slung it across several tourists rolling by in this open-air trolley. About 12 tourists got smacked with this nasty stuff. That woman that was blowing chunks out of the trolley was visiting from Portugal with her husband and two young sons, and she had taken the brunt of the bloody menstrual assault to her face and open mouth. Yep, extremely disgusting. Yeah, you're right, I don't know why I'm laughing, but man, that's gross. Alright, we had to call the fire department hazmat to do a biohazard cleanup of all involved. There is a good moral, though, that we've all heard. Don't judge a book by its cover. The blonde mad pooper was cute, and old Red had been a beauty queen before she destroyed herself. Little Jones and her husband have been married for nearly 30 years and are still wildly in love. She turned out to be a world-class wife, mother, Christian, soldier, police officer, and friend. Wow, Ranger. True that. Don't judge a book by its cover. Great advice, my friend. Yet we do it all the time. That story had everything. Love it. And that's how it's done. If you have a crazy story from your past, like my boy Ranger, hit me up. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com. And you too could have your story played on the air. Check out the show notes where you can find links to the Patreon, PayPal, social media accounts, sources for these zany stories, all that good stuff. That's all I got for you for now. But if you come back here in another 10 days, I will happily serve you up another hearty helping of softcore scumbaggery.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.